0: Hi, this is Kristen Cabrera, reporter-producer from the Texas Standard. One of the coolest things about working on the show is getting to tell stories from my community, like this one I did on high school UAL Mariachi. But you know, this is Texas. You'd be hard-pressed to go a week without hearing. Dun dun! Listen anytime to the Texas Standard, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: From KUT and KUTX Studios.
0: And welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that changed their lives and give us a glimpse into their creative process. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and surprise, we are back early. I told you we'd be back on November 15th, but we're back on November 8th because we just had too much good stuff recorded to, like, not do anything with it. Season three is coming at you early and it is looking good. We've got folks like Angel Olsen and Portugal the Man, as well as lots of great conversations with Austin artists like Walker Lukens and Night Drive. We're even going to talk to our first composer, Benjamin Welfish, who did the music for IT. So yes, you should go wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so you can get all these episodes delivered right to you. And we are asking you, the listener, for a little help during season three. Like, if you like this podcast, then please share it with a friend, or two, or ten. We want as many people as possible to hear these stories. But enough about season three, let's talk about Gregory Porter. He's been releasing music since 2010, music that walks the line between jazz and R&B, and he's one two Grammys. He won Best Jazz Album for his third record, Liquid Spirit, and Best Male Jazz Vocalist for his 2016 record, Take Me to the Alley. Gregory Porter is known as a great singer and a great songwriter. In fact, he was the primary songwriter on his first four albums, but on his latest record, he finds himself singing other people's songs, paying tribute to one of the great artists of the 20th century, Nat King Cole. It's called, appropriately enough, Nat King Cole and Me. And the record is gorgeous. Like, his deep baritone is complemented by a killer band and sometimes even a 70-piece orchestra. And you can feel the love and respect that Porter has for these songs. As he told me, that love for the music of Nat King Cole started incredibly early and is buoyed and inspired him throughout his creative life. So here he is, Gregory Porter.
2: When I was about six years old, sitting in front of the console stereo, listening to the music of Nat King Cole, and hearing that warm, rich voice um, hit my ears and really hit my chest and making me feel a certain way. The first song that came out, uh, you know, once I laid the needle on the record very carefully because I wasn't supposed to touch the record, was Nature Boy. You know, there was a boy.
1: There was a boy, a very strange and boy. They say he wandered very far, very far over land and sea.
2: I recorded this little song on a uh, on a tape recorder, and uh, a, a little s- a song I wrote called "Once Upon a time, I had a dreamboat," and you know it was <laughs> Once upon a time I had a dreamboat You know, and, I, and, I, and my mother played it And she said, you know, it basic, kind of in that, that sassy voice Like, who do you think you are kind of voice she was, she was like, boy, you sound like Nat King Cole Once she said I did something like somebody I, You know, probably wasn't true But <laughs> at not, at, not, at, not at five and six But I, I put the record on And in my mind, in my six-year-old mind I was like, that's me
1: Little shy and sad of I but very wise was he.
2: It's a unique melody and in a way the entire song exists uh, it's, it's, it's plodding along and setting up the punchline. A simple profound message is, 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 is what that song is and, and in my own writing and in my even uh, finding songs in which to perform, I, I like the idea of having a message, a nugget that I can c- carry with me or that I can give to the listener to, to, to carry them hopefully for you know, a, a, a great amount of time or, or in some way that can affect their lives. Uh, though there's there's great, you know, uh, technical gifts on display. There's an incredible musicianship. I think just the humanity and emotion that that's in his music was something that that struck me. And and it was something that it was a message that my mother again, you know, <laughs> she's very intr- instrumental in the in the advice for my career. <laughs> at six, at seven, she always told me. she said, baby, sing. With an understanding, internalize the music, feel it, believe it when it comes out of your mouth. You um, I wonder: Did Nat King Cole's mother, who was, you know, an organ player for for the church that uh, that Nat went to, you know, I wonder: Did his mother say to him, you know, baby, sing with an understanding? Because I think that's what he's doing. He's he's internalizing these messages and 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 letting it come out in a very emotional way, which is something. Uh, that I do. This If there's anything that, that is my contribu- contribution to music, to, to jazz, to soul, is that is it's a connection to emotion.
1: And then one day, a magic day, he passed by, and while we spoke of many things, fools and kings, this he said. Just to love, and be loved in return.
2: I was doing theater at, at the time in my early and mid-twenties, and I would warm up with, with either, you know, Mona Lisa or... or uh, or Too Young, or one of, one of Nat King Cole's songs. And I remember at several places, the directors would come up to me and say, I said, you, you know, you should do a Nat King Cole story. And in my mind, I had always, I said, yeah, I want to. I want to do a Nat King Cole story uh, someday. And, and then people would ask me, well, how did you get into Nat's music? And I say, well, I, got, I, I came to Nat's music in, in the absence of my father. Um, I I put on Nat's records and Pick Yourself Up, Dust Yourself Off sounded like fatherly advice. Pick
1: yourself up Take a deep breath Dust yourself off and start all over again
2: Smile sounded like fatherly advice to me. And that's the way I listened to it when I was six, seven, and eight.
1: Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. And so it had a,
2: it, it, it had a deeper feeling and deeper meaning than just music, than just you know, than just something that was being played on the radio. You understand? Then you know, my closest friend started to say, you know what? That's actually the story. And I'm, I'm sure Nat King Cole's life is 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 is, is amazing, and and a and a, a biographical piece would be amazing. But the idea of the power of his music in your life is an interesting story. And so I. I took that idea and I, I wrote the musical, uh, and it was, my, it was my first time really calling myself a songwriter. It was the first time calling myself a playwright. And I wrote a musical with the same name as this record that I have out now. Uh, it was Nat King Cole and me, how I came to Nat's music in the absence of my father. Yeah. Something that I learned in theater uh, is that the personal is universal. Um, the idea that my singular story was relevant to 800 people a night that was coming to the theater was something that I had to experience in order to believe. And so um, that's what it was for me. That was the key. That was the catalyst that, that started me to believe uh, that I could just say something about myself. I was able to write about my, my mother. I was able to write about Nat King Cole. I was able to write about my feelings about my father. I was able to write about my father. Um, and that let me know, though this is a very personal story, it is something that is universal and that many of us are, have, have gone through or are going through. And so I started to think about the same thing with love, uh, different conditions in our society, politics, uh, protest, all of these things. And so then my songwriting just started to, to, in a way, blossom because I realized that my emotions, my feelings, and my poetry are, in a way, uh, I, you know, I'm not alone in this. It's a universal thing. Yeah.
1: There will be no love that's dying here The bird that flew in through my window Simply lost his way broke his wing, I helped him heal, and then he flew away. Well, the death of love is everywhere, but I won't let it be. There will be no love that's dying here for me.
2: I like the fact, when when I, when I come up with a song, maybe it's on, on the subway, or, or in the car, in the shower, on the plane, I like that it happens in this, this quite quiet and alone place. And before you know it, hundreds of thousands or, or even millions of people are listening to a, a private uh, musical moment that you had and, and, and you've, you've given it to the world and then it becomes something else. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm wholly fascinated by the whole process myself still. And how does the note and the sound and the timbre of the voice. How does it create goose pimples on somebody who is 30 years away from the time the recording was made and 5,000 miles away? You understand what I'm saying? I'm fascinated by the humanity and, and uh, th- that it is, but I like the fact that it's a mystery. I'm okay with, with music and the beauty of it being a mystery.
1: He ruled The land With his fist Unfurled With open arms For the world Of hungry Children First He'd think To pull
0: And this is When Love Was King, the one song on Nat King Cole and Me that Gregory Porter wrote. It almost sounds like a song Nat King Cole would have sung, don't you think? Gregory Porter is on tour, and I will have a link to those tour dates on the show notes page for this episode, as well as a link to the record because I know you want to hear the whole thing. You'll also be able to find a Spotify playlist on the show notes page where you can listen to all the songs we referenced in this episode all the way through. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of this song. This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by Art Levy and me, Elizabeth McQueen. And hey... Welcome to the team, Art. He is officially a This Song producer, and we are so happy to have him as a permanent member of the team. Jake Perlman recorded this interview. Kelly Seal is our excellent intern. Thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And yes, it is true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.